0: Hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. You're joined by me, Tom Pipkin, and as ever, my co-host, Tom Walker.
1: Welcome to the show, guys. How's it going? Thank you for listening. New and old.
0: Yeah, it's a successful week. Again, plenty to shout about. We're on a really good run of form at the moment, aren't we, Tom? Three podcast treble winners in the last four shows. Uh, We got a winner again last week, so that's two on the bounce. We'll talk about that in more detail later on in the show, but I think, uh, yeah, round of applause to you because you picked two of the three teams.
1: Oh, stop it! Oh, you've just given away uh, an answer to the the question and Whoa. answer portion towards Whoa. the end of the show. So, uh, yeah, uh, a few things to announce. Obviously, it's international weekend, so uh, for tips, we'll just focus in on League One and Two this weekend. We do have some tips for you, so don't worry about that. Um alternatively, we came up with a q and A session, so we're going to fill the time that was missed with the Premier League and champ with a q and A. So we asked people to get involved on Twitter and uh, ask us some questions we We were expecting a few that were a little bit peculiar or a little bit different. It turns out everyone's just straight business and <laughs> wants to know uh <laughs> about the mechanics of the pod and everything, so we'll be doing the Q and A later. Uh, so feel free to to turn off after the, the League 2 uh, segment if that's not for you. Um, in addition, Tom, we're running a giveaway courtesy of the best sponsors in the world, Matchbook.
0: Yeah, so really excited to share on social media this week that we are running the giveaway. So £25 is the prize, right, Tom?
1: Yep, it's a free bet. Uh, whether you are a new customer to matchbook or whether you are an existing customer to matchbook few T's and C's obviously with the show in general, it's over 18s only and your account must be verified. So your ID must be verified before you get the, uh, the winnings, but all you have to do is head to Twitter, search up T underscore FB podcast. That will bring you to our profile. You need to find the pinned tweet. So it's right at the top of our profile. You need to follow us and you need to follow Matchbook. Retweet the tweet and then just let us know what your best bet is for this weekend from Matchbook.com. So the competition closes midnight on the 25th of March. So over the weekend, we'll be announcing a winner. We'll probably do one of those wheel spins, right? Where you put everyone in and it chooses whoever it is. And then we'll be in touch. So we'd love as many entrants to that as possible.
0: Yeah, please do get involved with that one, guys. Other than that, uh, I think we better crack on with the tip, shall we, Tom? We've got, like you say, limited. Uh, I do mean limited because there's <laughs> not many games in League One in general. We've got six League One games. and Then the majority are playing League Two. So there are, there are more games there, but... Yeah, there's not an awful lot of football to go through because it's international weekend. So we'll start with League One. We sometimes talk about what we're going to go for before we come on air with the pod. And you went straight in with a team on a double chance. And I was like, no, I'm going to go against that and go for for the other team on the nose. you, You wouldn't be backing for the double chance. So I think that's a good place to start. Bit of a debate. Yeah, love it. Accrington against Gillingham is a game in question. Uh, I was down the line of Accrington, 1.81 surprise, price. And then Tom was down the line of double chance, Gillingham or draw.
1: Which is 2.04 for the record.
0: Go on then, Tom Walker, you're in the dock first, state your case.
1: <laughs> okay, witnesses to the stand, right? So, <laughs> it's two teams, if you have a look at the, the form, right? And you have a look at those orange squares for a draw, the green ones are a, ra- a win, And the red ones for a loss. It looks very, very similar. Gillingham, however, I think have been playing much better. So Steve Evans, of course, uh, out the door, sacked, mutual consent, resigned, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Neil Harris was brought in, which I think for a team scrapping against League One survival, that was a bit of a coup, to be honest with you. They've been a very narrow margin team. I think it's fair to say pretty much all season. Uh, so, you know, they, you have to go back uh, seven match days for the last both teams to score. Uh, typically, uh, they either keep a clean sheet or they don't keep a clean sheet. Uh, it's it's very similar um, going forward as well. They either score or they don't score. There's no kind of runs of scoring three or four games in a row or anything like that. But I'm leaning into their recent away form, uh, which has seen them win 2-0 away at Lincoln. 1-0 away at Doncaster, which is obviously a huge pressurised game for the Gills. Following that up, we do have to mention that they did lose 1-0 away at Charlton. But then they followed that up with a 0-0 against Sheffield Wednesday. Now, they didn't really hurt Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday were probably just having a day off, which helped the Gills for sure. But there's real momentum and there's a real solidity about Gillingham. And Accrington... Good grief. I mean, Accrington, Tom, I know they've won four home games in a row. You're going to you're gonna read that out, I'm sure. But they have been a bit all over the place. You have to admit, you're, you know, you're looking at a team that's lost 4-0 twice in the last four games. And I just feel like they're in an absolute tailspin at the moment uh, under John Coleman. So I'm back in Gillingham to go there, keep the score low and sneak out with a draw. Maybe even a win, 2.04 for me.
0: Nah, not for me. I remain remain to be convinced with that one. Um, so, yeah, like you say, Accrington, four wins in a row. Uh, they're unbeaten at home in the last nine altogether. So six wins, three draws. Um, and it's the teams they've been beating at home which has really impressed me. Um, so they've beaten Wickham a few weeks ago. They've beaten in Oxford in, in February, uh, drew with Sunderland, drew with MK Dons. They beat Rotherham, they beat Bolton. And this is in that unbeaten run. So at their stadium, they're they're knocking off some good sides in this division. They are abysmal away from home, as you (laughs) rightly point out. (laughs) They've been panned 4-0 by what, Plymouth and Portsmouth, I think it was, that's beaten 4-0. Yeah, terrible away from home. But I'm going to keep siding with Accrington for as long as this home run goes on. And I think if you can beat teams like Wickham and Oxford, as they have done in February you can certainly beat Gillingham. Although I I do recognise what they're doing under Neil Neil Harris and uh, they've definitely improved.
1: Well, I am really, really uh, excited to see what comes out of that. Uh, Good debate, Tom. Um, (laughs) I I think I won, but it's a good debate. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) Um, The profit Chase will be the deciders of that one. (laughs) They they will. I'm sure Twitter will tell us.
1: They will. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, Tom, we are going to go from... Complete opposites to maybe one of the strongest tips in the weekend. Should we just talk about Sheffield Wednesday? they yeah. at home to Cheltenham this weekend. So I'll let you take it away and I'll pick up any any pieces you left behind.
0: Yeah, look, Cheltenham did us a great favour last weekend, um, coming from behind to win for the podcast treble. However, we're going to stab them in the back now they're away from home going to Hillsborough against Sheffield Wednesday this weekend. Much tougher task for them. 1.62 is a price for Sheffield Wednesday to get the victory. Uh, this is a team who have got 41 points from their 19 games at home so far this season. Uh, it's the fourth best record in League One and they've p- played a game less as well. They've lost just two of 19 at home, winning 12, drawing five. In the last few games as well, They've won seven of the last nine home games, including beating Cambridge 6-0 and Burton 5-2 in March. You see those big wins. You look a bit further back in the form. You see they've beaten Wigan at home, Ipswich at home, Plymouth at home. That's all in the last couple of months. They're a very strong home side. That's the bottom line. And Cheltenham are a team who, we said it a few weeks ago, pack in for the beach. They're in mid-table. They're in 12th, not going up, not going down. 7 games left to play. I just think with Wednesday who have got so much to aim for still this season with the playoffs, I definitely think they should get another comfortable win here.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm totally uh totally aligned mate and I'm glad you mentioned that Cheltenham um did us a favor last week, especially last minute as well. Mansfield game got called off and we had to come up uh with mm. a team um and they did it for us. However, one thing I will say, now we've took our money and thanked them and patted them on the back, they did they were losing for a long time against a team who might set a record by the end of the season for the longest amount of games without a win. They were losing for a long, long time. It was not comfortable. So no. definitely they're gonna to have to step that up, right, against uh Sheffield Wednesday, who, as I mentioned earlier, huffed and puffed at Gillingham, but I think they just had an off day and I think they're worthy of that because it's been quite a while since they had an off day. They've been excellent over the last 10 or so, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, And to put it in a little bit more perspective, Sheffield Wednesday are the the shortest priced team across both League 1 and League 2. On matchbook um, this weekend, Cheltenham, as you'd expect then, the the highest priced away team
1: uh, to get a victory across leagues 1 and 2 this weekend. Mm. Um no tip for this game but very excited by the Ipswich Plymouth. It's mm. your classic uh you know uh playoff chasing against playoff occupying team with one team on absolute fire and the other team on absolute fire. So can't wait for that one but I'm I'm pretty I'm, I I I want to stick the knife in to Wimbledon. One more time, I think it's a very loose tip because we're back in a team that hasn't won their last five games, and Cambridge haven't really impressed. They're not exactly one hundred percent safe, so there is that. Who knows? You know, maybe they'll see this game as an opportunity to really uh, stamp their mark on uh, on survival. They haven't scored in four games, Cambridge. Um, they're really, really struggling at the moment, but. Again, they're going away to Wimbledon, who on Twitter, Tom, not sure if you saw, they gave uh, Mark Robinson the vote of confidence. They said, this is our guy. He's going to carry us forward. He's going to do this, that, and the other. The replies were interesting, to say the least. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they haven't won in the last 20 games. And as I mentioned, 1-0 up inside, what was it, 80 minutes maybe, 78 minutes uh, before Cheltenham, uh, managed to get one goal and then Wimbledon went from, you know, getting that crucial win uh, with 10 minutes to go and then losing 3 uh, 1 in the last 10 minutes. Cambridge are priced at 3.15, which is obviously a big price on the nose. Um, but obviously, double chance comes with that extra little safety blanket at 1.6 for Cambridge or uh, draw.
0: Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, I don't think I'll be going anywhere near this, but I just look at the league table. I can't believe they've not, not won for 20 games and they're still only one point away from safety. Yeah. They're the kind of runs that make you feel like you'd be cut adrift.
1: Yep. Yeah, they had a decent start, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. they had a decent start. And no, nothing crazy, but yeah, they had a decent start and and here we go. Anyway then, league one over? Yep, league one over. Uh, time to talk about our sponsors at Matchbook. Um, so, uh, I want to, first of all, I want to talk about the offer available um, for the uh, new customers. So, if you do not have a Matchbook account and you would like to get one, uh, you can get a £20 money back as cash uh, offer when you open a new account. So, you got to deposit the 25 And then 20 of that is essentially risk-free. And if it loses, you can withdraw it as cash, meaning your deposit is only five. Obviously, if it wins, then, of course, you can withdraw the winnings as well. But it's a great way to try out Matchbook, support the podcast, um, and, yeah, get a little bit more bang for your buck maybe this weekend. TFB Podcast is the code you need when you sign up. TFB Podcast.
0: League Two. Then uh, I'll get us kicked off in League Two. There's one which for me is the absolute standout. Uh, that's Exeter at home to Stevenage. If you look on paper, at cold hard stats, form, everything, this is a this is a banker. But there is one slight X factor um, for Stevenage, which which we'll come on to. But Exeter, talking through why why I think they're going to win. So Exeter. Still in second in League Two. Had a really good recent run of form. They're unbeaten in the last five games. Um, They've got a very strong record head-to-head against Stevenage as well. They've not lost in the last eight meetings between the two sides. Stevenage haven't kept a clean sheet against Exeter for 14 consecutive games either. Played 18 at home this season. Lost just two. They've got the fifth best home record in League Two. And then if we look at the away record, Stevenage have got the second worst in League Two. They won just one game of their 18 away from home this season. So very, very poor travellers. All of the the signs, therefore, point to me for an Exeter win fairly comfortably. However, we need to bear in mind that uh, Steve Evans will be taking charge of Stevenage for the first time this weekend. Uh, So whether they'll get any kind of new manager bounce, it's always the X factor, isn't it? Not quite sure, but it's a very, very tough game for his first one in charge, and it could potentially be a bit of a reality check.
1: Yeah, Steve, you said Tom. I'm not going to take it from you, but Steve at Stevenage, um, <laughs> you said to me before yeah. the game. So yeah, who knows? I think it's a I, honestly, I do think it's a good appointment, um, a bit of a coup. But yeah, it's a bit of a risk going for or against them, but surely, surely. Uh, despite that, Exeter will get the win. You'd imagine yeah. so. Anyway, two point one eight. Tom is the price of the next team that I'm going to back, which is Salford City. Uh, they got a tough old game against Warsaw at home. Uh, Mike Flynn uh, is going under the radar after that win against uh, Forest Green on his debut, pretty much because it's Warsaw and they're 14th, and no one really cares to be honest, at the moment. Uh, It's all about next season for them. Uh, They are playing against a Salford team who they do have a chance of making the playoffs. It's very slim, um, but they do have two games in hand. They're eight points off, and they've got to get past uh, Mansfield and Port Vale who are between them and the playoff spot. So, you know, it is possible for sure, but it is going to be pretty rough um, for them to get there. That being said, though, they're playing like it's on, and so they should be. Uh, They've been really impressive recently, especially uh, Thomas Asante, who has been absolutely sparkling this season. Uh, Thomas Asante now up to 10 goals uh, for the season. It's his best ever for Salford. They haven't lost in their last eight games, Salford. Some impressive performances as well. You know, they... Took care of business, beating uh, Scunthorpe 5-1. I mean, obviously Scunthorpe are National League now, uh, but, you know, did the business. Draws against Exeter and Forest Green. A win away at Swindon. They beat Leighton Orient. A draw away at Sutton. Uh, they beat Carlisle at home, who were really good under Simpson. Salford have really got the bit between the teeth, in there, and they're hitting form at the right time. And as I said, they've pretty much got a win out. Um, to make the playoffs. Warsaw. on the other hand, their, their results do look decent, but I think the, the opposition has been slightly kind. Uh, they have played in this good run that they've had where they've not lost in six. They have played Oldham and they have played Barrow and they've played Hartlepool at home. Hartlepool, obviously a decent side, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, there are a couple of results in there that, maybe a little bit more simple. Now, I know I just gave Salford credit for beating Scunthorpe, so I I can't then turn it on Walsall. Um, but I hope the profit chasers understand what I'm trying to say. Uh, I think Walsall are kind of coasting a little bit and playing with a bit of freedom, which is great. But Salford have really got the bit between the teeth and I fancy them to, to go out and get the win, especially at home.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, look, you've got... Like you say, playoff chase in Salford still something to play for. And it's that stage of the season now with kind of seven, eight games to go, nine games to go in some teams' cases. If you've got something to play for, you're going to want it so much more. Walsall aren't going up, they're not going down. So, you know, they're away from home. If you come up against a team that's really up for it, how much are you going to fight? for it at the end of the day when you've got nothing to play for. Yeah. Um so I think that's that's what we're going for here, aren't we? Salford on strong form. So yeah, hopefully they can do the job for us um on Saturday. I've just got one more. It's Mansfield Town away at Oldham. So 2.08 is the price for Mansfield to get the win. I don't a hundred percent trust Mansfield away from home still but I'm going for this just based off the fact that Oldham are having the most shocking March I think I've seen for a while. they played six games in March so far. Uh, They've lost five and they drew the first one on the 1st of March. Um, So they've lost five games in a row to Sutton, Exeter, Walsall, Swindon and Carlisle. So they're on a really bad run of form. Um, Conceded at least two goals in five of the last six games. And Mansfield are a team who They've lost a couple of away games recently. Turned one around. Turned their form around with a win away at Rochdale in midweek. They've won three of the last five. They're they're chasing the playoffs. Again, a team with everything to play for against a team that's really struggling now in Oldham. And I think Mansfield's momentum can continue. Yes, it's not for me the strongest tip of the weekend, but we've got a limited slate and. It's one of the better ones.
1: <laughs> no, I I like it. I really like it. I think Oldham, uh, I think that kind of John Sheridan, you know, best team in League Two fizz that they were drinking for a couple of weeks, I think that's that's gone dry. I think. They've been really bad recently. And uh Mansfield, I mean, to have players like Matty Longstaff in their side at League two level, absolutely unbelievable. So Yeah, I fancy him, mate. Uh,
0: Anything else you like, or shall we finish that there?
1: Yeah, finish that there. I did flirt with Bristol Rovers. They got a tough game um, away at Carlisle. Yeah, Carlisle been really, really good recently. Um, Like the John Sheridan effect, they're uh, having the Paul Simpson effect at the moment. I think if this game is played 10 times, Bristol Rovers win probably seven or eight. But Carlisle at the moment just too good to go against. Unfortunately,
0: yeah, not said that
1: for a while, have we? No, <laughs> no. We've got to. You've got to keep a, a little gap between the old cliches of the uh, football betting podcast. <laughs>
0: um, okay, then let's recap last week's treble, and we'll give you this week's treble as well.
1: Yeah, so last week's treble was another winner, Tom. Uh, some lovely stats that I could tweet out at five yeah. o'clock. Uh, so it's five point nine. The winner, it won 8-2 on aggregate. It was the third treble that we'd won in our last four shows, with 13 of our last 15 selections on the trebles winning. Nice. We're on fire.
0: That's the kind of form we like. Yeah, we're on
1: absolute fire. (laughs) Um, And it was thanks to the following teams last week. Uh, Cheltenham, they came in last minute, as we mentioned, and got the job done 3-1 against Wimbledon. Great uh mk dons they were terrible <laughs> mk dons absolutely rubbish but they won 1-0 so who cares uh that was away to cambridge and then we had wigan against morecambe and wigan came out three nil winners 5.9 was the price of that winner to follow the 5.1 the previous week and the 5.8 uh two weeks before that so yeah we're on good form mate and we've got another treble this weekend
0: yeah, so this week's treble is hopefully going to be our, our third winner in a row. we on the hat-trick. We're going to go for Exeter at home to Stevenage. I've got my way. We're going for Accrington at home to Gillingham. So I'll take that one on the chin, Tom, if that one doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've also got Salford at home to Walsall. And the uh, the treble exclusively boosted at the moment on Matchbook is priced at 6.8. And as ever... Uh, Matchbook will make this treble the best odds from all the sports books. If you find the treble at better odds elsewhere, please do let us know, and Matchbook will boost it from the 6.8 that it currently is to beat whatever else is out there.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, So please get on that if you uh, fancy a little tipple this weekend. Uh, So now, if you want to turn off the pod, feel free. Uh, That is the tip portion over. I'm going to move into the QA section for everyone so yeah again we posted on twitter said we were going to do this we got a couple of uh dms couple of live tweets and a couple of emails so i'll get us kicked off tom uh with nori campbell and nori campbell said i mean you know no soft questions to get it started put it that way she said what's your longest losing streak so I'll flip that one over to you. Nori Campbell on Twitter wants to know, what was the longest losing streak?
0: So what, before we answer any questions, I, I'm enjoying this. You're not even started. I think this is a, a nice little change. Yeah. This is a good idea, mate. This is a good idea. To it's, it's, it's a good I don't li- know if anyone's going to be bothered whatsoever, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> I we like
0: are. it. <laughs> we are. Um, so longest losing streak for the Trebles. So we've been doing the podcast for what? nearly over four years now yeah recently i'd say in the last two years we've been fairly regularly hitting the mark i think in the early days we had some absolute stinkers in terms of runs and we're talking like seven shows or so i Mm. think without a winner um in our toughest periods uh so i guess you know i guess over four years you're going to have at some point inevitably, inevitably those kind of runs. But yeah, I think about seven or so shows was, was our worst period.
1: Yeah. That was the number I had. Yeah. Six, seven, eight shows. I mean, there's no point, you know, uh, being dishonest, right? So six, seven, uh, maybe eight was the number I had as well. Okay. Um, so I hope that answers your question, Nori. Not sure you'll do that with that information, but good for you. Probably, yeah,
0: never back and ever travel again. <laughs>
1: Uh, Gams Money, so G-A-M-B-Z Money, all one word, uh, asked if we cover the midweek games. So I'll take this one. So unfortunately, with the, the podcast, it's a part-time thing for us. We both have full-time jobs. Um, we do cover the midweek games. We do Tuesday Twitter tips. So we don't do a podcast, uh, but we do Tuesday Twitter tips and occasionally Wednesday Twitter tips. So T underscore FB podcast, pretty much the same uh, success rate as the show, you know, win some, lose some, go on bad streaks, go on good streaks, come out with some absolute belters, you know, tip a team uh, who are odds on, who lose, you know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, T underscore FB podcast is the place to be for midweek games. We do cover them, just not in a live podcast.
0: Yeah, and in the in midweek, I, I guess we also don't tend to package it up as a treble either, do we? No, we just no. say here's here's three, four, five, however many things that we fancy tonight, mm-hmm. um, a range of markets, and yeah, we don't say put them all in as an accumulator together or anything like that. We're mm-hmm. Just you know, individual tips. Do do with them what you want.
1: Yep. Yeah. So uh, this is the username. So I'm going to read this out. CP. 44752169. Four, Not sure what the relevance is to those numbers, but I'm sure CP knows. Uh, so, CP, Tom, said, Why do we do a treble? Why don't we do anything smaller or anything bigger? So, I'll let you take that one.
0: It's a good question.
1: <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> We've always done a treble. So, since the very first show, we started with a treble. We wanted to win, right? We wanted to tip out winners. Mm. So I think once you start to go to to four folds, five folds and, and above, obviously with each extra team you pick, you're reducing the chances of, of landing a winner for everybody. So double doesn't seem like quite enough. Treble, you know, if you do a ten pound treble, you can f- fairly comfortably get the odds of about, you know, fifty quid, sixty quid returns from a from a tenor bet off a treble. Uh, and still have a, a decent chance of winning. So I think that kind of hits a sweet spot, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. It's all about balance, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is CP. Uh, so I'll take the next one. It's from a very good follower of ours, someone who I really, really appreciate. It's Craig K Tips. So, at Craig K Tips on Twitter, definitely worth a follow. Craig says, ever thought about going into La Liga or the National League or Scotland? Uh, and he also said, what about guests? So I'll answer both portions of this and start off with the extra leagues. We don't have time. We, ju- we just don't have time. Um, a lot of research goes into the show. It normally takes me about an hour and a half to prep for a podcast. And that's when we've got Premier League championship league one league two if there's fa cup especially third round when the national league teams are in it still and, and stuff like that it can take even longer you know it's it's already a lot of time and going into la liga or the national league or something like that it's just it's going to make the show too long uh first of all we're already at, at that magical between 40 and 60 minute kind of period where we want to be um so that's the answer to that Craig maybe in the future who knows like the World Cup for example sorry the the Euros uh that has just gone um we focus heavily on that so we'll do something similar for the World Cup at the end of the year but uh I don't think you'll be seeing any changes to the show there um
0: yeah I'd, I'd add on I'd add on to that as well that I think part of the research that we do is obviously like you say Tom we look at teams form, the stats for the games, what's going on, all all of that kind of stuff that you'd expect. But I also think we do a lot of kind of passive research. You know, we listen to podcasts in our spare time. We watch highlights, we watch matches where we can. And that's all English football based. I couldn't do it justice, like with the Liga, National League, Scotland, et cetera, because I don't have the time to to consume media for those leagues as well as as the english one yeah so I'd, ra- I'd rather focus on doing one thing hopefully pretty well rather than spreading ourselves too thin um with other leagues
1: yeah yeah agreed um second part of craig's uh, tweet asked us about guests so not long ago we launched t underscore fb uh podcast insights so we had uh, a couple of guests, someone from the Totally Liverpool show, and someone from Playmaker Stats. That was actually in the last six weeks or so, uh, where we had a couple of guests on. Uh, some people loved it, some people preferred it with us, just us two. Uh, we are currently experimenting with various guests, uh, trying to get you know a good balance for you guys between you know everyone likes consistency. So me and Tom. Doing our thing, you know, will never change. Uh, but we also want to spice it up because we're both from Nottingham with monotone accents. So, if uh, if we can throw in someone to to spice it up, then we will. So you won't be seeing it every week, but uh, TFB Insights will be back uh, in the future.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, another tweet, Tom, from a great follow and a great supporter of the Pod Berry Bowl FC uh, on Twitter. Uh, he said, "Ever thought about doing bigger tips, a uh, hundred pounds returns, or bringing back the two trebles so I can make a sixfold?" So I think Barry Bowl used to love when we did two trebles, putting them together as a sixfold, and backing it because uh, it did come in that that time, didn't it? Um, yeah, first day of the season, I think. Yeah, isn't I it? think so, somewhere like that. So uh, yeah, you can take this one away, mate.
0: I guess sometimes the trebles do return £100 plus if we're uh, being optimistic and Mm. maybe throwing a bit of a wild card in there. But yeah, I I think mainly this is, in all honesty, it's because the treble that we do do is exclusively boosted to a a market best price by Matchbook. Um, So the reason we went from two trebles to one is because Matchbook do that for us, they can't Really do boost two trebles, uh. You know, so they'd rather offer the best price for one treble than a lower price for and have two trebles pre-boot on the website. So that's that's the route we went. So instead of having instead of having two trebles at a price that was in amongst the standard sports books, we'd rather go for one that beat everybody. Um. So that's why we we've we've changed. I'd I'd just say if you wanted the sixfold, just pick out three more tips or something that we sound particularly confident about Mm. um yeah there's there's lots of tips throughout the show some that we really stress that we think will come in even if we don't pick them for 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 the treble so yeah yeah maybe just pick some those out and throw them in with it as well
1: yep perfect um we had a couple more tweets so sorry we're not going to get to all of them but we do have to give some love to those who sent us an email and Tom you have a couple of emails I believe
0: right so Tom one for you then if I turn question master (laughs) Stephen Ridehouse on email wants to know Tom how do we get to the podcast troubles are they a joint decision do we take turns picking so yes Stephen wants to know how we come about the trebles because it's three teams, right? I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a good question. Uh, We actually take it in turns to pick two teams. So for example, last week I picked two, Tom picked one. So this week coming in that you're listening to two of the selections are from Tom and one of them is from me. However, if I pick someone that Tom was categorically against, believe me and you, he would tell me, uh, and say, I don't want to back Team X because, you know, they've lost three in a row or whatever. So it's always a group decision, a joint decision uh, between the two of us. Um, but largely, yeah, we just take it in turns and we trust each other's uh, research and, and judgment, I suppose.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um. So one more email that we got in, this was from Richard Johnson. He wants to know, any decent little tips or tricks that you know when looking at markets? So I'll take this one, because um, there's one that I thought of when I saw this email come in. Particularly one that I noticed when you're betting in play. If you're looking at a game and a team are winning 1-0, so say to beat beating Derby 1-0, and you want both teams to score. So you might look at the both teams to score market and it's priced at 1.8, for example, for, for Derby to score then there's going to be other markets that are worded differently, but you're betting on exactly the same result. So there'll be a market on there for Forrest to not keep a clean sheet. There'll be a separate market on there for Derby to score one plus goals or over 0.5 goals. And it's all three markets, exactly the same thing. However, they're not always the same odds. So it's worth looking at all the markets that mean you're betting on the same outcome because you might get slightly better odds on one. So both teams to score, you might get odds of 1.8. But for Forrest not to get a clean sheet, you might get 1.87, hmm. for example. So it's not miles different in terms of what you'll get. But if you're sticking it in as part of an accumulator or something else, then you know it, it can add up. So it's certainly worth having a quick look around the different markets just to check if there is any, any variation in the price.
1: Awesome. I think that might have been the most valuable answer to any of the questions. So good for you, Tom. Uh, Thank you, mate. I've got one more question for you. Okay. Uh, Where can I review the football betting podcast five stars and what will that mean to you? What a beautiful question that is.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) you can review the football betting podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, really. So, We really like the Apple reviews, so if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate a review there. Um, It's been a while since we've had a review of of any kind. Uh, We are rated five stars on there. We'd like to keep that up, of course, and it would make our day because I go on, I check, I see we've got a new review. I I read it. Hopefully it's a nice one. I smile, I screenshot it, I send it to Tom. Tom smiles, gets his day off to a great start. Happy days. Um, Yeah, we'd really appreciate that as a... As a thank you for for what we do for the show.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and T underscore FB podcast. Remember, that's the spot where you can give us a follow. Uh, remember, the individual that asked if we cover midweek games, we do on Twitter exclusively. And also, enter the competition, £25 free bet, uh, courtesy of our sponsors, Matchbook. Remember, you got to follow us on Twitter, follow them, retweet and then reply with your best bet for this weekend from matchbook.com uh t's and c's apply competition closes midnight the 25th of march 2022 yep
0: yeah please do join in the fun there um that's it then i
1: think yeah i really enjoyed that nice little change up towards the end so thank you to everyone that that sent in questions and yeah, hopefully this filled the time until the Premier League and the Championship are back. Uh, but you know we've seen some some cracking games already in the international break, so I don't mind it to be honest.
0: No, so yeah, please do take care, guys. Enjoy the weekend. Hopefully, we land another winning treble as well this weekend. So please do send in your bet slips if you've backed our tips, backed your own tips. Yeah, we'd love to see the winning bet slips or the things you guys go for as well. So. Yeah, have a good weekend and we'll see you again next week.